My name's Tom Tuan with Remax. Uh, one of our team members will be by on Tuesday, and then uh, we'll see you then. A walkthrough, the holiday edition, where we break down the week's most trending topics. We go deep on each and every single one of them and check them off one by one with a rotating panel of the industry's biggest brains. I am your co-host, Byron Lazine, along with Eric Simon, the broke agent, calling in from his mother's basement. We also have with us returning to the walkthrough, Tom Tool. Tom Tool has spoken on many stages, Tom X included. He's been asked many times, to come and raise the level of these conferences. He represents himself in those negotiations. Tom Tool has a mega team in Philadelphia. He is just an absolute beast objection handler. He's going to be making a live FISBO call during this episode. So stick around for that. Tom Tool, welcome back to the walkthrough. Ho, 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 baby. Let's wrap a gift under the tree and get it for sale by owner. We also have Dan O'Neill returning to the walkthrough. Dan bleeds bam. This man is one of the greatest creators of all time. If you didn't see his last <laughs> Instagram collab with the broke agent, you need to go check it out. Dan has uh, the self-proclaimed number one team in Long Island, but the MLS backs it up. Dan is a beast. And welcome back to the walkthrough, Daniel O'Neill. Honored to be here. Happy holidays everyone it's, it's the holiday show we got a, we got a whole bunch to get into so let's uh jump right into the market topic right after a message from eric simon the walkthrough podcast is presented by keeping current matters your go-to source for the insights and content you need to be the market expert kcm is the best in the business at taking the latest housing data and curating it into powerful visuals and marketing content for video and social media that help you look great and give tons of value to your clients and prospects. At a time when the market's changing and consumers are asking questions most agents don't know the answer to, KCM makes it easy to build your brand as the market expert. So check out trykcm.com try, try slash BAM so you can master the market and your marketing today. There's a link down in the description. Almost. There you go. Try, try KCM.com forward slash BAM. Let's go into where the 2023 market is heading. Uh, this is from realestatenews.com. Uh, the Adam Altos Research Housing Market Outlook expects interest rates to remain elevated, uh, leading to price drops of around 5% and a mild recession. Uh, mortgage rates in mid-January could set the tone for what happens in the spring and beyond inventories uh inventory levels should continue to build okay so we're still seeing historic low inventory something a lot of people aren't talking about i hope we dive into that a little bit uh but they should continue to go up uh, approaching pre-pandemic level around the end of 2023 keep in mind we're not even at pre-pandemic levels of inventory and i think that's what's holding prices up more than anything uh let's go to Tom first, then we'll go to Dan. Tom, your thoughts on where the 2023 housing market is heading. So we, we've seen a, a wide variety of predictions here. Adam's got one. I know Lawrence Yoon is predicting a flat housing market, maybe a 0.3% increase in home sale prices. And to your point, inventory is going to be the driver here. If the CPI, the consumer price index, the cost of consumer goods continues to level off a bit, as we've seen, it's, it's not much, but it's, it's softer than expected. And rates get into the fives, which I don't think is unrealistic. Uh, Barry Habib said the same thing. He, he, he sees rates coming into the fives in 2023. He's basically a, a mortgage predictor. We've seen um, it the last couple of weeks, too. People have been sure. locked into the fives. Today, even I saw someone quoting, quoting 5.875 in our marketplace. So if rates come down and inventory stays where it is or even bubbles up, because we've seen inventory up 20 to 30 percent in our marketplace, depending on where you are, there's going to be buyers that are happy to get in. You can set, you can sell a 5% rate right now. There's not that fear and hesitation of sixes. So I don't see prices going down, at least locally in our market, because we're still at a month and a half supply of inventory in the suburban counties. Now, the city of Philadelphia is a lot different. You're seeing almost a five-month supply in the city. So 
it's going to be really important to understand what's happening on the local level because and literally you can cross the city line and the market changes and that's going to be where it's going to be very important for consumers to have an agent who understands all this until inventory comes up prices aren't going to go down it's still supply and demand i passed econ 101 at syracuse university i stopped studying it then they taught me supply and demand and i'm sticking with it and i think price point dependent on whether you see more inventory in a specific price range as well as you know they're talking you know a buyer says oh well prices are going to come down i'm going to wait I'm telling you right now, if you're in the median price points, I just had this conversation with my sister who's looking to buy a home right now. Uh, if you're looking in the median price points of any particular market, don't expect a price drop. You know, the median price point across the country is about $350,000. Don't expect $350,000 homes to drop in price. Don't expect that inventory to go too high because people are going to swarm in, whether it's investors or first-time homebuyers. Dan, what are you seeing uh, specifically in Long Island? And also, what are your predictions for 2023 in the housing market? Yeah, so I think always for us in the Northeast here, January 5th is kind of like our busy season because you have a ton of buyers that will go to their family's houses for the holidays and they kind of get that house fever. And on top of that too, for the last three weeks, I haven't been putting out any listings. I've been signing them and dating them for the first week of January. So to piggyback off what Tom said, it is going to be, it always is a supply and demand uh, issue really. So there's going to be a lot more inventory in my opinion that will be hitting the market, but there's also going to be... Uh, a lot more buyers that are coming to the market too. And again, to piggyback off what Tom said, we have no indication that rates will be raised, right? Obviously with the inflation reports, it seems to be working. So if you are a buyer and you're able to lock in a rate in the high fives, even really low sixes, that's a pretty good deal. And we still have no inventory available here for our buyers. So I, my prediction is kind of in the middle. Like you see realtor.com has like a five and a half percent price increase for the year. I think that might be a little bit, uh, you know, too positive. But then you also see the the minus or a negative five percent. So I think it's going to be somewhere in the middle. I think prices are going to stay the same. And right now we're still seeing multiple offer situations, and we're still seeing things fly off the shelf. So that's my prediction. We can go. To, we can go to the KCM chart that shows projections for 2023. Uh, these are the latest forecasts from each entity. So yeah, like Dan just referenced, Realtor.com up over five percent on their pricing forecast. Uh, you, you see more moderate forecasts, you know, NARS at 1.2%, Mortgage Banker Associations under 1%. Uh, you see, you know, some really, you know, some bears out there like Ivy Zellman, you know, she's at, we're going to drop lower than 5.1%. You don't see, we talked about in past weeks, you know, some of the big banks that are, are a little bit even more bearish than Ivy Zellman. You don't see any of these traditional housing forecasters uh, much more than dro a drop of 5%. And even real this real estate news article is just talking about, you know, potentially drop in 5%. Inventory interest rates are going to be huge driving factors. No question about it. We, we've talked about this a whole bunch on past shows. The one thing I'm really, you know, waiting to see what happens in January is what happens after we get after the layoffs with layoffs, you know, after the holidays with layoffs rather. Mm -hmm. So, I think January is going to give us a lot of information. Are there companies that are waiting, you know, trying to be nice guys and gals waiting for after the holidays to lay off a whole bunch of people and they announce quarter one layoffs come second week in January? That's going to be a significant needle mover in our economy as we move forward. Interest rates, obvious. I do believe interest rates with the signals that we've had from the Fed and from others that interest rates will be somewhat stabilized, remaining well over five. But if we're living in the fives, I think we can all deal with that. A loss of income for a lot of people would be a significant issue that would raise inventory in a much more significant way than what they're calling. Go ahead, Dan. Yeah, and I think really what it comes down to too is, is the motivation, right? So I've been seeing a ton of people that are coming to me and saying, well, you know, we see the headlines and our friends are telling us this and our friends are telling us maybe we should hold off and we should wait to see what happens with the market if it goes down. So I think more than anything, it goes back to our buyers and sellers motivation. And it also goes, it, it's on us to be able to articulate what exactly is happening in our hyper local market to our consumers, right? Like, why did you know Susan's house next door sell for $100,000 over asking three months ago? And why is it different now? Why you won't have the same results and why we need to maybe switch our price strategy or maybe what's the pro and con of buying now versus waiting? So it's on us as agents to be able to articulate that to our consumers. 
Tom? Love that. I got two points. One, the people that can really win in this market that have been standing on the sidelines are the ones looking to go into the premium price points because that's where we're seeing the softer side of the market. I know in, in our marketplace here, homes over a million dollars only make up 3.6% of all the sales. So there's less buyers. There's a smaller TAM there. But if you got a home in like the 700s to buy them, what you had said, that's where the market really moves and there's a lot more activity there. You can leverage that to buy up a little bit. So I'd be the, the savvy home buyer and seller will be the ones looking to upgrade right now if they can get in a lower rate. And a lot of big banks are willing to work with jumbo loan customers right now. So that's something else you want to consider. And secondly, I've got a key data point. Is there going to be the Black Friday sales were basically flat or a little down from last year based on projections when you compare it to inflation. When we get that inflation data in January, because it's always a month lagged, that's going to really tell us what the Fed's going to do. And I've, I've seen that just it was it was nine billion or nine point two billion dollars in Black Friday online sales after heavy discounts by retailers. And that tells me they had to offer incredible sales just to get their numbers back up. And that was basically flat with last year, seeing seven, eight percent inflation. Those numbers should have been higher. So that's a good sign that inflation's coming down. Uh, there's going to be opportunities, no doubt, whether you're a buyer, seller, or investor. And certainly if you're an agent, there's going to be massive opportunity to grow your business. Tom Tool is going to show you how to do that in this episode when he makes a live FISBO call, the king of objection handling. Hit the thumbs up if you're looking forward to that live FISBO call. And, and in the comments, what are you, what's your prediction? Uh, let's have the conversation in the comments. What's your prediction for the 2023 market? Let's bring Eric into the conversation as we move into some topics that, you know, he can take a swing at, you know, it's coming right down the middle for you, Eric. And I think you could jump in here and, and, uh, and tackle a couple of these. Well, thank you so much. I actually did want to piggyback off of something Tom said about the, uh, black Friday sales avatar two also did not reach its projections. I don't know if that has anything to do with the market as well, yeah. but Avatar Is this 2, that profile picture everybody's doing? You know, with no, the, no, that's the AI profile. Yeah, that's the AI. <laughs> yeah. I hope nobody fell for that here. Uh, and Avatar 2 was excellent, by the way, although it was three hours and 18 minutes. My five-year-old oh made it through God. the whole thing. So she deserves a gold star from her teacher in kindergarten. Wow. I, I love the dudes on the, and this is, we apologize that this is an all dude show. The boys are back in, in town, holiday edition. I, I don't know what to tell you here. But I, I, I can't stand it when the dudes with that uh, profile picture, they do it like on, you know, they take a beach shot like with their shirt off and they do the profile picture to try to make the, you know, make their pecs really pop on these, uh, on these profiles. It's like, it's like it's, it's you know, hyper-sexualized anime basically yeah. is what it yeah. is. It's like everyone just kind of showing like, here's what I look like as a real sexy like cartoon basically. So the fact that realtors were doing this, I thought was kind of Can you of imagine us four like shirtless on the beach posting yeah. those AI photos? That would like would haunt ridiculous. me. Ridiculous. Yeah, you I know, haven't seen a group of shirtless. Tom's chest would blind us We should have had a shirtless beach picture over the summer and you three assholes couldn't even communicate with me. It would have been Notion City. It would have been beautiful. So Oh, I'm we were there. We were at Dan, your house. Dan took a wrong uh, I know. Turn I was not. That was the point. He was so. texting while driving. Went the opposite way down the freeway. Tom, or Dan, I hope you have a a bottle of of cologne coming to you this week. You broke a five hundred dollar bottle of cologne all over Tom's sidewalk. Yes, I did. No. Who cares about listen, the sidewalk? Byron, listen, hold on, time out. I'm going to take control here. This is my warning shot, Byron. I've planted a doomsday device on this podcast that okay. at the snap of my finger. Yeah. Could... Dan, you have absolutely no pull uh, when when it comes to the walkthrough. Okay. I warned you, Haley. Pull up the screenshots here. She's not pulling up the screenshots. She is. Haley isn't pulling up the screenshots. Listen, everybody thinks Byron is 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 tough as nails. He's this hard guy. He's a little Boston Terrier, right? That that nips on your ankles, right? You will, you will see no screenshots. You will stumble. see nothing. Haley, put the screenshots up. I want to show Byron's true true colors of how much of a softy he is. Haley, don't do this to me. Haley. Dan has that. This is, this is showing how little pull here. Dan has. Oh, this is messed up, Haley. 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 Okay, let, let, oh let's God. go to topic number two. Maybe we'll show some screenshots later. What are you you trying? You're trying to do what I did to Ricky Carruth to me. You're trying to Ricky Carruth me. I Ricky Carruth people. Hey, I'm actually, I'm actually digging a little bit of what uh, RC is doing out there, Ricky. Rick, wow. Ricky, reach out. Let's do let's do some more content together. I think we, I think there's something there. Right, uh, topic number two: Eklund Gomes signs five year deal with Element. Real Deal reports this top uh, top performing teams deal breaks from star brokers uh, striking out from firms. Okay, so in the article here, they reference 
that you've seen like some of these big mega teams. I mean, this is a monster team, over $4 billion in sales. And you, you, there's been a trend where these big teams have left traditional brokerages or legacy brokerages, you know, what any of the brokerages, they've all felt this where they've gone off maybe on their own or they've gone to, to some something new. Okay, so they reference Ryan Serhant, you know, a fellow million dollar listing star with Eklund. He left Nest Seekers in 2020 to, to launch his brand. He described uh, Serhant, his company, uh, which which offers in-house content creation creator that centered on agents, individual brands, give those agents resources to build their own brand so they can help generate leads in their sleep. He wants to uh, create this platform that could do that. Uh, Serhant said, you know, many times he had to create this brokerage that because he didn't believe it existed in the industry. You know, in two years of Serhant brokerage, I see Tom shaking his head. I, I f I'm feeling you, brother. It looks pretty traditional to me. If that's what the head nod was about, it, it hasn't broken to me. I'm, I'm not... Listen, Sirhan is top G. Uh, you know he's amazing. I'm not dissing him at all. Uh, what I'm G. saying is he he hasn't come up with right. a brokerage that has been so unique that you know that ha that has made waves in that way. But he went out on his own, and he's and he's doing very well. Uh, they also reference uh, the Alexander uh, team, which did 1.8 million sales just last year. They left Elliman, so they didn't resign like the Eklund Group. And uh, they had three and a half percent of Elements business, public traded company. That this is a this is a significant hit, and they uh, went with Side. Okay, so they started their own company, but it's backed by Side, which is kind of a platform for, you know, back end brokerage services, if you will. Uh, but the Eklund Gomes Group decided, nope, we're going to sign a five year mega deal, and we're going to stay at Element. Uh, Dan. Let's get your reaction. Then we'll go to Tom. We'll get when we'll get Eric's uh, reaction here as well. I mean, I think this is pretty cool. I think the the best part about it is like the real deal posted this article as if it was like an NFL like you know Woj report, like it was a free agent signing. Woj um, bomb, like it's yeah, Carlos Correa. Um, I also think it's Trey it's Turner, cool. bro. They, Trey Turner. Well, I also think it's cool they stayed put because I think for some people, some teams, and some brands, they're associated with the brokerage. This is a prime example, right? Everybody knows them as the Eklund Gomes team at Douglas Elliman. It's as much as their brand as anything. Um, you know, they referenced Tal and, Orig uh, Tal and Oren Alexander, who did make up three and a half percent of Elements business. They went off and did their own thing, but I'm not seeing as, as much of them on my feed or uh, in the news, right? So I love the entrepreneurship that Serhant, the top G, and Tal and Oren, you know, they went to go start their own thing. I, I will never hate on the entrepreneurship factor. But and I can't blame somebody for wanting to do their own thing. But I also know the headache of simply making that move itself. And I have a lot of uh, I have a lot less billion dollars of sales than they do. And I know how much of a headache it has been for me in the past. I could not imagine moving 90 agents across different state lines and all the production and all the sales that they have. It is a nightmare. So I think it's a cool move. I'm happy that they stayed put and congrats to all involved. It's a logistical lift anytime you move and there's going to be an impact on your business. Oftentimes there is a step back before you can take a couple steps forward. The grass is not always greener on the other side when you decide to leave a brokerage when you have massive scale to your business. If you're just starting out your business and you're less than 10 transactions lifetime and you're trying to do it all on your own and you're contemplating, well, you know, should I go to this team? Hey, what do you got to lose? would be my argument to going to the top team in your market. You have no friction of moving your business because if you're less than 10, 20, 30 transactions lifetime, guess what? You don't really have a business. You have a start of something. You're just getting the ball rolling. You're just getting going. So you're not moving anything of substance. You're just saying, hey, I'm going to go fit in here. I was um, talking, having a conversation about these mega deals that you see. And a lot of people would argue, you mentioned 4 billion plus in sales, right? For, for Eklund. A lot of people would say, uh, you know, why don't you go out on your own? Tom, I'm sure you've heard this with your numbers. I'm sure you've heard this, Dan, with your numbers over and over. Dan, why don't you just go be an independent brokerage? And I've, I've definitely heard it with the team in Connecticut, because guess what? Our team is far exceeding the majority of the brokerages in that state based of our off production. Why don't you go out and and be your own independent. There is value in having a great partnership. There's extreme value in doing that. It is a logistical nightmare to move some of these companies. Not not a reason to stay. Not a reason to stay. But going out and taking on all the liability when you have the ability to have a great partner and negotiate 
you know, a great income opportunity for yourself with that brand. Listen, Dan's at an independent, my team's at an independent, Tom's um, with a legacy brand with Remax, right? Max. So it, you don't see that very often. A lot of people chase the next downline. A lot of people chase the, the next paycheck. They decide to stay put. Tom, what does this say to you? Do you think more people will stay put and negotiate with their legacy firm going forward? Or are we going to see more people ch you know, chasing the next shiny object? Frederick Eklund is an icon in the business and one of the smarter real estate agents I've seen. Um, Ryan Serhant there as well. And I get wanting to do your own thing. I don't know that I'd compare Nest Seekers to Douglas Elliman in the first place. Douglas Elliman's a, a power brand. Um, so I can see why Serhant might have done that. I don't know the ins and the outs. I've been at Remax 21 years, okay? And I love this move because what's working for him, they're allowing him to scale across the world. So... People, you mentioned the grass is always greener. We see this happen with agents all the time where they think this new brokerage is going to energize their business. And I'm not talking about the zero to four year agent or someone new, like you had said. I'm talking about established players in the marketplace. And as long as I've been in this industry, I've seen some agents, they've gone to two or three different companies. It's never about the company. It's what the agent puts into it. And your business is what matters. So the fact that Frederick and Gomes are saying, hey, we're rolling with the guys who got us here. I'm sticking with my boy. However you want to put that put that together, I see a lot of value in that because when you've got a power brand like that and you've got a, a partner that's supporting you, because a brokerage is really a partner right now for mega teams like, like Frederick Eklund and John Gomes. I love this move because if it's not broken, why would you mess with it? Could someone cut you a better deal? Sure. You don't know right. what the leadership's going to be like when you get there. You don't know what the, the tech, right? Remember all the tech that got sold three, four years ago with Compass and they had uh, contactually? Like, I mean, come on. It's... and We've seen these people make these moves. In my marketplace, one of the higher producers made a move to another company, and they put a lien on her house because they paid her out. They cut her a mega deal. In no way in hell I'm letting someone do that because it's my business. They should, I should be putting a lien on their house for coming over, not the other <laughs> way around. And yeah. when you stay with what works, and you can still innovate at Douglas Elliman. And look, I mean, our, our friend Josh Rubin's been at Douglas Elliman for a long time. He used to sit next to Frederick. I mean, he's had a very successful career there. So when you got a power brand like that behind you, I don't think you want to mess with it. Aaron Judge went back to the Yankees, right? That's a great example. Could he have gotten a bigger deal somewhere else? Sure. He stayed with what worked. And I think there's a lot of value to that, and especially in today's climate, because people want stability. They want consistency with everything going on in the market. I don't know what kind of message it sends your clients when you're jumping all over the place all the time. Sirhan, I get why he did what he did. Nest Seekers is not sure. element. I'm going on the record at saying that. Yeah, I agree. Uh, but, uh, it, it, you know, and, and I get the team rich model or wanting to go indie. But when you got someone that has your back, that's got a mega brand behind them. Jill Biggs is a great example, right? She is Coldwell Banker. And right. I, I'm sure she gets calls all the time. She's another good friend of ours. So and, and I she's see a got, lot of value in this. She's got maybe one of the best deals with Coldwell Banker that you could ever negotiate in, in a sense that, you know, they would never let her go. You know, she, she is a, you know, she is a blue chip you know, contributor to that brand for them. It would be a, a huge loss if they did let her go. I love the sports analogy. I was talking to a CFO of a top 10 uh, brokerage across the country, top 10 in volume. And he said, you know, these contract negotiations with the mega teams, with the big, big, big teams and the team leaders and the big, big producers, it's getting to be like a sports negotiation, like, like when LeBron James is renegotiating contract or any of these athletes it's getting to that level and oftentimes just knowing hey maybe i did outperform my last contract eklund probably outperformed his last contract do you want to resign me well here's what you gotta do to hit the number to resign me Elliman knows anybody would sign him he they know he can go out and start his own thing but yeah. him creating a win-win deal for himself to stay and continue to build on what they've started there's huge value. There's, there's also nothing wrong with leaving. When you do it too many times over and over and over again, to your point, you're going to have an impact on your clients, which is who you're supposed to you know, care for more. And, and certainly there's, I know, I get it. I got a lot of friends at Real and EXP. It's, it's like a big hot thing. Oh, it's just, when you do the math on these things, if you want to be a recruiter, be a recruiter. But if you want to build a real estate business, when you do the math on these things, mm -hmm. you, if you can negotiate a great deal. You're in the contract business, folks. We're in the contract business as agents. If you can negotiate a great deal for yourself and you do the math on it, it's all gonna. It's a, it's all about 
it's, it's all going to even out at the end. Eric, uh, I mean, at one point, the Overast podcast, which you should search up the last one here uh, from this last week, such huge YouTube value. Um, with the Overast podcast, I think there was there was like maybe eight episodes in a row where you just had real people on it. You know, we were look, thinking maybe look. you were building a downline. Aaron, they I got my houses or they look. just don't videos the whole time? Yeah, I got your your sixth... thoughts on people jumping around the Eklund deal? I don't your care, team? really. I got my sixth booster shot last night, and I feel like I have a horn growing out of my head, to tell you the truth. It's got to be 110 degrees in here, and I'm seeing like eight of you on the screen. <laughs> so my thoughts, you know, be the knowledge broker. That's all I got to say <laughs> Make your calls, Eric. Make your calls. Be the knowledge broker. Back to yeah. basics. Eric, Are these people? Wait, I got. I got a question. Has on this. never been people, recruited in his life. <laughs> do these people sign like signing bonuses? So, like, oftentimes, with, yeah. So yeah. with Eklund, like this. So five years. I know he's getting in the article. It said like a ninety percent plus split. Any uh, split anyway? Is he probably getting like two or three million dollar check on top of this? If yeah, I mean, so let's let's we they don't give us the particulars of his deal, but let's just guess a little bit. If he had a 90% split, that means he'd be giving with his numbers, you know, 12 to 24 million to Element. Listen, he would have left if he was leaving 12 to 24 million on the table. Let's just be real. He's he's a very yeah. intelligent businessman. Okay. So if he had a deal where he did pay out Element, let's just say 12 to 24 million, he definitely said to Element, okay. Uh, you guys got the 12 to 24. I'm going to re-sign for five, but I want a, a bunch of that back on my signing bonus right now. I'll, I'll, I'll dot the, you know, the I's across the T's, but you're going to give me an assigning bonus of, of, you know, 50% of that 12 to 24. Cause I outperformed my last deal. Maybe we're going to bump up the split here going forward. And I'm cool with you making a couple mil a year. If I, you know, if I'm bringing in my, you know, 20, 30, 40 million, whatever they're bringing in. You know, I'm cool with you getting a couple uh, because of the value that you're bringing, because of what you've done to help me and our partnership grow the business together. Um, but yeah, I would I would imagine that he got a sign in bonus or he was at a super, super high 90 where he's just re upping in a great situation. It could be one of the two. And what's interesting, too, is Elman, for the most part, they don't really offer anything above 80 percent. Like that's really their ceiling. And well, I know. It, he's it, well above 90. It, it said in the article that he has better than a 90%. Score. So what I was going to say is they, they use them as an example. Another rule too, is like you, for the most part, unless you're at that level, can't really have a team above 10 or 12 agents, unless they're all producing at a $100,000 uh, or, or more or more level. And don't quote me, but it's something similar to that. So they really kind of like let Eklund Gomes really run with it. And like, exactly like you said, they brought in four you know billion dollars or maybe even more. They're really letting them just run with it. And they're giving them the freedom of, of expanding they have a, they have a team not even in the country they have, they have a team in, in uh frederick's hometown or home state yeah. i forget where it is but it's, it's, it's really it's denmark i believe yeah something like that but i mean i think that's the coolest thing in the world they're really giving them the opportunity to be free and do what they want and then it's also good optics for element because how many agents watch that show or see how well and how successful they are and want to join that company to be like that so it's a win for everybody all right Taking we'll check that one off with goes a long way I just I think it'd be silly not to. And and the last thing I'll add, stepping all over Byron here. No, go for it. You know it. how you make money in real estate, Dan? We talked about this the other night. You remember this? Uh, you do deals. You sell houses. So I think that's that's what Frederick does best. And that's the kind of guy you want to keep in your company. And it always works better when you develop your own hey, talent and keep them. Yep. To your point, Frederick Eklund, one of the biggest influencers in all of real estate by far. There's no argument there. And he gave up the Bravo TV show. You know what he didn't give up? His real estate team. Selling houses. He didn't give up his business of actually doing it because that's what's bringing him the most bread. All right, let's go to uh, topic number three, 21. Uh, oh, actually, before that, before we go to the email subject lines and before we get to the to the live FISBO call, uh, let's talk about what not to do during the holidays. I, certainly by the look of Eric's face, do not take a sixth booster. I don't even think, I don't even think Fauci yeah. is suggesting you take a sixth booster. Look Eric, at you. I mean, I exaggerated uh, by a couple there, but I mean, what I don't, don't you know, right what don't you do for the uh, holidays, Eric? It's kind of needs a vacation. <laughs> um, I mean, there's a lot of stuff. I've talked about this before. <laughs> Number one, do not post generic holiday graphics. Don't be Tom tool. I mean, Tom tool doesn't do this actually, but don't post a Remax branded thing that says happy holidays, a square template. No one cares. That will cause an immediate scroll by people to unfollow you. People will hate that post. No one feels like that's a personal touch. So all agents should avoid posting generic holiday graphics. Um, instead, 
you should probably just send your clients like an actual text or a DM, you know, send them an audio message or a, you know, video message of yourself on Instagram. So it juices the algorithm. We talked about this with Katie Day uh, about a month ago. I think that's a good move. Maybe don't text your clients on the actual holidays. I don't know how you guys feel about that, but I don't like receiving just generic happy Hanukkah texts. Oh, Merry Christmas texts. It's annoying to respond to. And it's just, it doesn't feel as personal as doing something like sending a video or an audio message Correct. before. Another thing, don't send generic emails. Same thing along the lines of the generic template post. Don't do anything like ho, ho, home or something stupid like that. I saw Compass send out an email like that. And I almost puked all over my laptop the second it touched into my inbox. Even though Tom, when he came on, said ho, 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 you know, like he's a Santa, you know, Santa Claus, I guess. I look festive AF in this jacket, man. You do. You do. So I don't know. Um, yeah, don't text on Christmas. Don't send generic holiday graphics. And then I, I wouldn't post real estate content on the actual holidays either. I think mm -hmm. it, it kind of goes to waste. Like, obviously, don't promote a listing on Christmas. You're not sitting in an open house on Christmas. But if you're just kind of scheduling your normal reels or your why buying is better than renting or your pointing at captions or whatever you're doing, just lay off that for a couple of days because it's going to go to waste. And people just want to see you know, what you're doing with your family, the traditions you're doing on your Instagram story. Instagram stories will really be popping over the next couple of weeks and just see how you're giving back to the community, that type of thing as opposed to just the same old content. So if you have stuff scheduled, turn it off, wait until the 27th, 28th, the week following. Yeah. Show us, show us, uh, you know, you making your, your favorite holiday drink in the stories and, and what goes into that mix or whatever. Every time I get a text message on the, any holiday and it says, you know, happy, whatever. And it doesn't say my name. It just says, you know, happy holiday. We you know something, whatever you know, generic like that. I know that they sent out a mass text to their entire phone and it infuriates me. It infuri I never reply. It makes me disgusted in that human being. It is not a nice gesture to mass text your <laughs> database. Happy it's a holidays. mean gesture. It's, it's like texting someone just happy birthday on their birthday. Also, I think it's invasive. We have so many text messages uh. to respond to as it is just having your realtor or, or anyone just text you like, Hey, Merry Christmas. Then you just got to text back. All right, cool. Merry Christmas to you too. And then that's it. Right. What okay. if they say, Hey, how have you been after that? And that's Merry the worst. Uh, if they lob you, how have you been after that? And now it's upon you to actually like write a paragraph back to them. I was doing good. Till you blew up my freaking one day to sit here and be a freaking couch potato. Yeah. Scumbag. <laughs> exactly. So okay. those are, those are my four, you know, new article on brokeagentmedia.com. Check it out. We Tom, what do you got? Booster might Other be stuff. a good one too. Yeah, you look like you're melting down. You look like you're Frosty the Snowman melting away in Arizona. Look, it in my parents' house. There's no air conditioning. I guess it's got to be 95 degrees in here, or maybe that's how they like it. But it, it's it's hot. I am melting down right now. Why Absolutely. why don't they have air conditioned? They, of they course started... they have air conditioned. You know, in the, Arizona, older you, the older you get, the the hotter you like it. I guess that's what's going on. Go they search search last week's walkthrough. Eric talks about how his family started Pity Pity pizza and he was going to be the pity piper of pizza <laughs> one day he was going to be the little pizza boy and then they they i wish the i was out from under him. instead of doing this I'll this, this guy needs a vacation in the worst way byron you know what's been working for me and what i've been doing is i've been creating these 20 second long videos just my filming it myself saying the person's name merry christmas tom thank you for everything you're the man it's been a pleasure getting to know you this year i hope you have a wonderful day i hope you have a merry christmas and you know god bless see you soon boom send it the responses the activity that i've gotten it's been incredible. I've actually gotten a ton of leads from doing it too. So that's what I've been trying to implement this year instead of just sending out that generic text or, or that call. I think, and you can do two things at once. You could set up your phone, be in your kitchen, making your holiday dinner. And like what you're talking about, Dan, like being super authentic, like, you know, Hey Tom, uh, I'm sitting here getting the appetizers ready for the family. I know you're probably doing the same thing. I just want to reach out and share my appreciation for what you have, you know, what you have meant to me, uh, the team, you know, whatever, whatever the case may be in your particular business. And just want to share my gratitude and my appreciation for you. Hope that we get to catch up in the new year. Hope you're pouring some love into your family, man. Uh, and I'll catch you in the new year. Right. And, and you can you do that. that maybe in a DM somewhere that they yeah. consume it on their own time. Right? Yeah. The DM is the perfect way to do that. It's way less invasive 
and they could just consume it on their own time, like you said, or you could do a personal video in an email, like through BombBomb or something like or, that. Or just That's do it before. I, I, I've been doing it. You know, I, I send out 20 of those a day, right, at leading up to the holiday. So that way I'm not just waiting until, you know, Christmas Day, let's say, to do them. So I've been doing them sporadically to people that are important to me, past clients, everything. Yeah. I think doing it at your home, like don't try to look for the perfect setup in your office where it see, feels, you know, office-y and salesy. Do it in the nature of you just like wrapping gifts, making a, making a turkey, making a ham, whatever the heck you're doing, and, and, and shoot off those personal messages. All right, here's some, some subject lines going to topic number four of things that you should be doing. It's 21 email subject lines for agents to use over the holidays. It's a BAM article, so you can just this – is, this is a, uh, an article you want to click on. You want to grab this and copy and paste these 21 subject lines and start using them. This is a tool book. Uh, for you agents, it's a little gift from Chris Smith and Bam wrapped it up nicely and we're delivering it to you where you can find it. The link is below. So uh, Chris Smith, shout out to you. He's got the tweet embedded here. Uh, he put these 21 subject lines in there and here are the email subject lines for everyone in your local market. I don't know, Eric, are we going to go through all 21 or what do, no, what do you psychotic. want to pick out a few? Let's just do seven. All right. Well, why don't you pick out your favorite ones? <laughs> you pick out my favorite ones. What am I, a kid? Pick I mean, out my favorite Christmas gifts. Who, I mean, go you grab it, your, right? your, go grab a couple gifts under the tree, Eric, and you can yeah, unwrap them now. Tree. Before... I got Hanukkah Harry dropping off books once a night. That's get this guy nice. an espresso too. Oh my, my uh, Eric, I've never seen a more pathetic performance. Hey, we've been doing well, this show I all year. Off the show then? I don't need to be on this. I could go. I, I need to go take a bath or something. This is the thirty. If you're going to keep attacking, if you're going to keep attacking, I'm going to walk off the show and go take a bath. I've never that. seen a worse performance. I've never. Great, then I mean, I'll, I'll leave. I'll leave. <laughs> this is awful. I don't need to be on what, here. I don't need to be you, on here. What, you're like, you're falling asleep. You're, I, what, what is going on? I'm telling Eric. you, I seriously, I got another booster last night. I don't know what's going on. My brain is upside down. What because the we hell have the, did you get we, another booster for? Because How we, many have have the, have? We, have, we have the wedding coming up and I was, I was talked into it. Okay. I was talked into it because we have this big deposit. And if I miss it then, you know, it's on me because of COVID, something like that. So that's what's going on. You know, right? Byron, you know what's happening? And listen, we've all been there before. Eric is a little bit. I haven't been out. there. Eric's burnt out. I mean, he's he's tired, right? He's on podcasts all day. He's traveling. Eric needs a break. Eric, this is Eric's first time in leadership. He's on podcasts all day. He's 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 on all day. First off, I've been providing decent insight on this. I went through the four topics. I read the KCM thing. I'm doing the best I can. Here, right? All right. I mean, well, if I had to go to my parents' house for the holidays, I'd be vomiting in my mouth constantly. So I can't really blame him on it, especially being an adult. And like, so I, I, I do have some sympathy here. So I, I, I get uh, where you're coming from. You you say I, want, I want to get to the live visible call. I'm sick of dragging Eric's dead ass around this, around this show. So <laughs> All right, here we go. Here's my favorite email subject. Ready? Best places to see Christmas lights in the city name before it's too late. You yeah, that one crushes. We actually did this one. I like that one also because you're actually giving tactical information to your clients to show them where they can see the city lights. That's my favorite email subject. Read the article for the other six. Uh, read the article. There's some great uh, subject lines for buyers. There's email subject lines for sellers. Tips for selling your home during the winter with the snowflake. Tom Tool, we know that a snowflake drives more clicks in the winter time. So that, that's a little marketing tactic. We learned that one years ago. Email subject lines for your listings. Um, and then other subject lines that you can just use during the new year. New year, new house. We got you a gift. Okay, people are going to open that. We got you a gift. A little wrapped up emoji there. Uh, might want to see what they got. All right. Uh, are we going to do this live physical call? Hit the th Jam the thumbs up right now if you're ready Jam. for this live physical call. Let's do I it. mean, Eric, if at this point, since Tom's going to do all the work, you could walk off. You can, you can Haley, storm off. Haley, put up the screenshots. Haley, put, put up, up the, the screenshots screen and bury this guy. Enough is enough. Byron begging right, I'm, I'm going to start Wait. dialing here. I mean, the, the, the screenshots, I can explain. So, if, I mean, okay. if you want to put up the screenshot, oh, go ahead, Tom. What are you, Tom, first off, let's get tactical here. Are you going yeah, to um, share your call. screen or no? Um, I'm not going to share my screen. Uh, okay. I'm going to make phone calls. I've identified four for sale by owners. And my view of this is anyone that's for sale by owning their, or for sale, listening to their home on their own right now, they're pretty motivated. And I would tell this to every agent that's out there. A lot of people are going to wait until at least like next week or the following week. Um, I'm going to make the call on my phone because Pennsylvania is a two-party state when it comes to recorded audio. So I don't want you guys to hear this because I need consent. And I don't want to oh, break God. the law. Well, welcome all to right. Pennsylvania. Fascism hey. rules here. Thank you, Tom Wolf. All right. So, so, so keep in mind, as you're listening to this, this is December 22nd. This, this is a professional. Tom Tool is a professional real estate salesperson. 
He's making the call on December 22nd. He knows business, you know, is going to, uh, people have these thoughts. They have a house for sale, but they need help. He's, he's about to help some people here. All right. So, so where did you get the numbers from? I got it on Zillow. I'm dialing got the number on Zillow. Go ahead, Tom tool. Google Zillow for sale. Well, he's not going to let us hear the other end. I mean, I mean, this is. Well, I mean, it can, it can, he can't get in trouble for that. I mean, it's illegal to cold call in New York right now. In the comments, and we're going to give Tom three numbers here that he can try. If the first one doesn't pick up, he'll try another one. In the comments, if you'd like us to do a show where all we do, like we've done with the BAM debates, a live show is just go around and, and cold call. I, I think, you know, expired listings. Hey, first week of January, there's going to be a ton of expired listings out there. We could do it then. Yeah. In the comments, you want to see that. Yeah, I did a couple really of Instagram lives with that that did really well. You have like a hundred plus people on and you like nailed that first call. You talked to that person for like seven minutes and got their contact. Hi, my name's Tom. I'm a local realtor in Westchester calling about the property you have for sale. Had a few Always questions. Leave a message. Get a chance. Give me a call back. You always leave a voicemail. Professional. I realize I gave out my cell phone number on the show here. This is fantastic. So uh, to hit up no. Tom Tool with a happy holiday text. Okay. You know what's uh, interesting? I, I disagree. I never leave a voicemail because I feel like if you leave a voicemail, they're not going to call you back because they're just saying, "Oh, well, another agent is calling me." No, no. Th this is gr this is Grant Cardone 101. Professionals always leave yeah. a voicemail. Yes. Now, what I do, Tom left a pretty professional one. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I might ac actually leave a cliffhanger. Hey, I got something for you. Call me right back. You know, right when you free up, call me back. What the heck's this guy? What's going on here? It, you know, is this guy stalking me? What is this psychopath doing leaving me a message like that? I just want the call back. My whole point of a call is to talk to a human. So I want to increase the odds uh, of getting the human to call me back. I, you got to leave a voicemail because think about how often people call you and don't leave a voicemail. And if you and ever get a return call, it's 0.0, .0 times for me. And I'm not a secret agent. So I, 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 would, I would argue that point as well. Here's number two. Well, I mean, I, I just I just would hang up and then I would just make a note of it. Hey, put it in my CRM, attempted call, you know, December 21st, whatever. And then I would make my, on my next rounds when I do it, you know, two days later, I would just call that number back. That, that's I mean, listen, everybody has their own right. Whatever works for, for Tom might not yeah. work for me and vice versa. I'd encourage leaving the voice. I think to Tom's point, I've, I've found in my experience, my odds go up. I guess it also depends on what kind of scripture or what you're you know, going in. Right. Like the what scripture? is scripture? What, 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 no, what your script is, right? Like script. my script is different than Tom and different than yours probably. I can share mine. Let's see if Tom gets an answer here. Eric, looking at your face, I am starting to feel bad that I was so hard on you earlier. Hey, Mike, I mean, my name's look, Tom, I'll, I'll get off the screen. You don't need to look at the property I mean, after <laughs> sale. Had a few questions for you to see <laughs> if this will work for anyone we're helping right now. So if you get a chance, give me a buzz back. Like it. Uh, this is my cell number. <laughs> Thanks. Tom's covering the mic like we can't hear a cell phone number for the second time. Everyone's drinking eggnog today. Let's see what we got here. Dude, All right, we're going to give you three strikes and then you're out. <laughs> Eric's on like his 15th. The strike, entire but... Philadelphia Phillies during the World Series. Oh my God, dude. I am... What an episode, huh? <sighs> what a holiday special. In the comments, do you love this? Do you love the rawness of this holiday special? Eric's got a 105 fever. Uh, well, actually, he's not he's not performing like Michael Jordan with a fever, but he is performing. He did he did uh, try. Yeah, my name's uh, Tom. I'm a local realtor in uh, Broomall. I was calling about the property you have for sale. Is this the owner? Get him, Tom. Get him. Sure. Yeah, I was calling to get a little more information about the property first off to see if this will be a fit for anyone that we're uh, working with. I just wanted to verify some of the stuff I saw online here. If you got a second right now. Awesome. So it looks like you're asking 859 and it's uh, about 4,700 square feet. Is that all right? Okay. Got it. So, and, and you know, that happens a lot in Delaware County where they don't properly assess the home. So it, it, it could very well be bigger. And they still have those paper tax records down at the uh, courthouse. That wouldn't surprise me. So that makes a ton of sense. Uh, and so you're asking 859. So I, I took a look at the, um, at the, at the photos you had posted here. I, I couldn't see a ton of them. Um, so it looks like the, the kitchen's pretty, pretty large. Um, looks like it, it, it had a little bit of work done to it. What about the bathrooms? Like, what, 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 are there any renovations that you've done to the home? We've renovated the bathroom. We have done the outside. We put $300 million into the house. This is good. This is real good. I, I'm taking notes. 
Me too. <laughs> I got some. I got some good nuggets. I think we're we're gonna debrief this call here when he gets sure. off. We got a talker on the other line. Yeah, that's because of Tom. Tom's prying that out. He's a professional. For sure. Yeah. I mean, I, I've got a client that lives right on the street there, so I, we definitely know the value of the neighborhood. So you, you did the basement. Um, you wanted to leave the rest kind of as is for the buyers to make their own, which I think makes a lot of sense given the size of the home too, because a lot of folks are going to be there 15, 20, 25 years with that kind of property. So that, that's definitely the way to go. Uh, Dan, imagine if our job was just to color commentate cold calls, you know, we're just off on the side. There we go. <laughs> sure. Yeah. And then we're going to run this by the folks that we're, we're helping right now. So I, I know you mentioned you're thinking about, excuse me. Yeah, we, we have anywhere between 50 to 100 active buyers that we're working with, and, and we do a lot of business right in Marple Newtown. So I wanted just to get a little more information so we could send this to the right folks. Uh, you mentioned you're thinking about fixing the place up. What, what are you thinking about doing? Okay. These are phenomenal questions, by the way. Mm -hmm. He's walking the dog down the TF script right now. And he's listening, too. He's a great listener. And there's a market for that, too, that, that folks want to come and make ears their own. That rival so I'm clear my that, ears that, that shouldn't stop in the you game from selling it. Tom Tool's ears. Um, can I... <laughs> in size. Ebenezer Scrooge's ears. <laughs> Poor Eric, man. Mm -hmm. He's talking about traits of the home. He's showing personality. He's got the knowledge. Got it. Got it. Okay. That makes a lot of sense. And, and I, I'd be really careful putting too much money into the home because you may not get it back. Um, so where are you guys planning on uh, moving to once the place sells? It sounds like you got a pretty great property here. This this question works on expires. Jeez. It works on physical. Okay, got it. This got it. So it's your, your father's property un understood. Um, so I see you got it listed on online here. Um, what else are you doing to market the property right now? Th this is the hammer. What else are you doing? You're going to see him say, okay. what else? What else? What else? What else? He's going to he's going to drop the seeds of doubt. Byron has okay, so you got a couple realtors. Byron okay. has so you like got a couple signs up, a couple realtors. And couple anything else up. you're doing to, to generate traffic right now? Anything else? It, like he's okay. looking for them to uh, rattle I mean, off. You know, is there a good time where uh, one of our team members could swing by and just take a look at the place to uh, get inside there the and, and see if it'll be a fit for anyone that we're helping? Okay. Uh, but when would be a good time for you, especially with the holidays coming up? Uh, is there anything next week? This is a master at work. Okay. Early Tuesday. So how's... um? No, he's stuck with the appointment. <laughs> okay. Monday might be a little tough, I know, because it's, it's with the day after uh, Christmas. Uh, but but Tuesday, we certainly got some time. How's uh, 12 or 1 o'clock? Does that work for you? This is Tiger walking down the 18th to red shirt okay. on What's, Sunday. What time do you leave for work? It really is. Okay. Yes, man, is WWF belt. Yeah, we can make 11 o'clock work. So um, we'll have someone come swing by. Took Tom six minutes to find himself a listing appointment. Yeah, 11 o'clock will definitely work. And, and what was your name, sir? Oh, look at this guy. James? Okay. And then is there a um, uh, an email cards. address for you? I could just send you all our contact info so you have it. J-K-C. You Got always it. get the emails. You secure the appointment, you get the okay. email. This we is have to do, bro. He, he's not too right, giddy about okay, the appointment. So what we'll do the is, um, I, he's I, locking. We, we have some number of homes in the neighborhood, like I said. So there's definitely some buyers that could be in the in in the in mind for this. So we'll come. We'll swing by, take a look. Uh, you know, we'll we'll certainly bring some market data we can go over with you, and then and take it from there. And also, I I, I wanted to share one thing that kind of makes me nervous uh, that you said earlier. If that's okay. Wow. I'd, I'd hate this to see you put more money into the home when I'm, when I'm pretty clear you wouldn't get it out of it. Uh, there's some uh, data out there. It's called a cost versus value report. It shows you only get about 61% back on the money you spend when you sell a home. So I don't, I don't think spending 10 to make six would, would really help. Damn. Good. Well, and, and that's my, that's my point too. So, uh, all right. So again, my name's Tom Tool. I'm with Remax. Uh, one of our team members will be by on Tuesday and then uh, we'll see you then. All right. Happy holidays. Take care. Bye-bye. This is, this is uh, December 27th. There you go, fellas. Incredible. This is why Tom Tool is a professional. Took him six minutes. He made three phone calls. Uh, he got him and his team a listing appointment right around the holidays, guys. This is a listing is. appointment. He can go into January. They're going to be putting a Tom Tool sales group uh, at Remax sign out in front of this yard, probably by January 7th, maybe the 15th. 
depending on when they get photography. They're locking this one in. I can tell you that. All right, here, here are some of my big takeaways, all right? Number one, uh, Tom was calling to verify the information he found online, okay? He's planting the first little seed of doubt. Oh, uh, I'm a for sale by owner. I'm not a professional. I don't even really remember what's online. I don't know. Maybe I had my kid do it. What is online? Where'd he find this information? I don't do this every day. So now somebody wants me to verify the information. He rattles off the features. <clears throat> you, we couldn't hear the other side, but we know that the person said, no, something's wrong. Tom then drops a bigger seed of doubt, but it's something as a professional that he sees all the time. Tom quote said, this happens a lot where the town <clears throat> information, the information online is different. Now this person's thinking, well, why is my information wrong online? Is this impacting how many calls I'm getting from buyers? So Tom's dropped uh, two big, pretty uh, you know, significant seeds of doubt. You want to plant these uh, into their mind. Okay, so the third takeaway I had was um, he couldn't see a ton of the photos. So now he's nicely picking apart the marketing. I couldn't see a ton of your photos. I know you got photos, but I couldn't really see a lot of them because of how you've positioned your property online. He said in a very nice way, if you caught that. Uh, but again, I'm, if I'm the seller, I'm thinking, why can't people see photography? I, you know, I, I want my property to be marketed the right way. My fourth big takeaway with Tom was he, he neatly snuck in there. Um, that social proof. You have a client that lives on the street. Of course I do. I sell more fucking homes than anybody. People. <laughs> of course I have a, a client on the street. Okay. And, um, and then another big piece of social proof. Yeah. Well, I mean, this is what we do. We have 50 to hundred active buyers. We're going to line this up for the right ones. We're going to send somebody over. Boom, boom, boom. We're setting the appointment. And, uh, it was just a brilliant call. You walked them right down the line. Classic, you know, TF script. I loved in the marketing, you know, what else, what else, what else, because they're going to run out of options here of what they've done to market the property. And they're going to realize there's a lot more I could be doing. You could be doing Tom, let me just go sign with you when I meet you on the 27th or I meet one of your agents and let's get this thing actually sold by using a professional, just per mm -hmm. perfection on the, on the script. And, and it didn't sound scripted, Eric, did it sound oh. scripted? No. Eric's and it was six minutes. Right I mean, like Tom was asking, right. The right questions. He was showing personality. He was asking about traits of the home and listening, which is incredibly important. He got their motivation, why they're selling and where they are going he asked, what else are you doing to market the home? And I love the fact that Tom snuck in like numbers. Like, I don't even know what you said, the cost versus value report. Like you were able to, in not even a scripted way, in six minutes, go through all of these things, set an appointment, build rapport. And I guarantee you, if there's been 40 agents that have called on that listing, they probably just hung up the phone like, huh, who, who the heck is it, Tom Tool? Like this guy was different than every other person that called me pretending they have a buyer or pretending to get, you know, try to get the listing. So you just got yourself a listing in, in six minutes. It's not a 40 minute call. You went, ran through all of that in six minutes. And you know why, Tom, you know why you've done that? Because you've mastered those scripts because you've practiced those scripts and you've done the work. He's done it over and over and over again. He controlled the conversation. The person asking the questions is in control of the conversation. You, you know, that, that for sale by owner never turned it back around on Tom. He didn't allow that. Uh, just, Hey, in the comments, you want to see more of this? I, I want to do a whole hour, maybe two hour live stream when we come back. Um, not on the walkthrough, but just an exclusive bam live stream where we just do cold calls. Me, Dan, Tom, we can just go around. You know, I, I usually will, I'll do expireds right after January. There'll be a ton of expireds. Be happy to do that. Um, Tom, you, yeah, I mean, you're a master at the for sale by owner, but, but you also, I was better bread was buttered on the, yeah. Yeah. I mean, this one, you know, obviously I wanted, I wanted someone that was going to pick up today. So for sale by owners typically have a higher pickup rate. You don't have to drill them as much as expireds, but you guys, I wanted to unpack what you didn't hear on the other end of the call. Um, so yeah, please. It's an estate sale. So that gets my antenna up right away. I want that. Great list. Uh, well, it, it's, you talked about motivation earlier, Dan, like they're motivated. They're going to sell that house. Then they talked about fixing the place up. You couldn't see the photos online. It never works out here in our marketplace and other places may be different. I know the data, the cost versus value report talks about, oh, we're going to start fixing the home up now and maybe list it. I'm like, whoa, 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 pump the brakes. You don't need to fix it up. You just need to list it. And then when we get to the appointment, I'm going to give them the bright MLS data that shows off market properties, off MLS properties sell for 13% less than what they get on MLS. 
in the greater Philadelphia area. This is a report you can download. So I'd be looking this up if you're anywhere in the bright MLS, very powerful tool. And I didn't argue with the guy. I didn't like, I'm, I created agreement. You mentioned before, like a lot of these people are like, why are you listing your home by owner? Or, or they do all these different things. I'm just trying to get in there. And he already met with other agents. Agents have gone into that house and they haven't pitched him on the listing. So we're going to come ready with a listing appointment. I've already got this lined up because I'm definitely not going on that appointment. I can tell you that right now. Um, that would be against my integrity with our team getting out of production. But the, the, the point is like, we're going to be ready for a listing appointment. We're going to get in there and build rapport for sale by owners. 71% of them list in 62 days or less. Everyone forgets this stat and it's documented. So, Hey, this guy's been out there. I can tell you how long he's been out there just by looking at Zillow. So they've been on Zillow. And there's a sweet spot too, right, Tom? Like if, for example, you don't want to call somebody that just went for sale by owner for 22 the last days. two days, 22 days. You, you want to guy. call somebody that, you know, 14, 21 days because they're just yeah. getting, you know, relentless phone calls each and every single day. Day I mean, one, they're going to be feeling themselves. They're going to think they're right. going to pull it off. You want them to have gone through a little bit of pain. Mm. For and, sure. And Tom, what are you doing? Uh, just, this is for me. What are you doing from now until Tuesday to like either follow up or to confirm the appointment again? He's going to get a video text from me right now. because I, I like the video text. It goes to their hand, right? It's like right here. Mm -hmm. Then we're going to send our classic pre-appointment email. This should go out to every single client you meet for all the realtors watching. I don't care if it's a buyer or a seller. Video, resume, reviews, social proof. And the script is as simple as, hey, Dan, it's Tom Tool here with Remax. I am super excited to be meeting with you Tuesday at 11 o'clock over at your home at 123 Banana Street. And in order to give you a better idea for the results that my team and I deliver, in the links below, we've got our marketing plan, a ton of reviews from past clients, and a copy of the marketing plan we'll use to make sure we get the best possible result. If you got any questions between now and then, let me know my cell numbers listed below. Otherwise, I'll see you on Tuesday. Really excited for the meeting. And lastly, I know you got a lot of choices in front of you when it comes to real estate, and I am really honored to be one of them. Take care. Yeah, this is a this is a professional at work. I mean, I, I said it before. That's Tiger walking down the 18th, you know, with on Sunday with the red shirt. T Tom's got the festive uh, sports jacket, the holiday sports jacket. That was Tom Tool's gift to the industry. This is a walkthrough you want to share with somebody for sure. Just for, I mean, just for that last segment, if, if nothing else, you want to share this walkthrough with somebody, you may want to rewind this and watch it again. Uh, Tom, appreciate you, brother. That was, that was incredible stuff. I'm glad right someone there. picked up. I was a little nervous. That was a uh, third time was the charm. That worked out pretty good. So I think we're all, everybody listening, everybody watching is glad that uh, the third ring, you know, the third seller picked up i'm glad dan's glad but you know eric certainly is not glad he wanted to get off of this pod maybe 20 30 minutes ago but uh the no, rest of us are great. really thrilled with with that outcome and uh i know this, this walkthrough went a little long but um i would definitely be sharing this up with everybody in my office the people you know maybe not a direct competitor but but people that you know in the industry that that want to get better that was some gold right there and we're going to do it in the comments let us know should we do this live stream right after the holidays in January where there's a bulk of expireds and the most expireds happen right after January 1st, you know, Jan two. after the 31st first. So um, we could get after that in that first week and do a, a BAM exclusive long live stream. I'm willing to do cold calls. Dan's willing to do them. Eric's willing to, uh, Tom's willing to do them. And Eric is willing to cold call our best clients and try to convince them to, to work with him. He's going to be, you know, Eric Bischoff sure. from, from Eric X market. <laughs> <laughs> that's really funny that went over eric's head eric listen i have the screenshots man if you tell Go ahead. Share, show the screenshots dan uh, Haley, show the I'm screenshots as, as long as it's not going to get me arrested or something i don't know no. what dan wants to show i don't know what dan wants to show by the way it's just to show how much of a softie and how much you okay, really show, care show the screenshot daniel if you're if you're watching i'm sorry if you're listening right now <laughs> this is byron begging begging for me and Eric to do things, saying things like, please. Hey, Immediately demands, please begging. Then the next one, you'll yeah. see Byron's demeanor changing. There's one where Byron, uh, I ask him to repeat what I said and then follow it with please. And he does just that. So, oh, here we go right here. Oh, please. And then here's Byron begging for engagement on one of his posts. First of all, first of all, uh, that may I have some juice. I can show the same screenshot for Dan. Yeah, I, I got, I got I no juice. issue with that one. I mean, that, I mean, the, how many times has Dan sent? Give me juice. I say, Byron, 
say, may I have some juice, please? And he says, may I have some juice, please? And then there's a third one here. And let's pull this one up. This one's great. For all the times that Byron chirps me for not bleeding Tom and I, for not bleeding for Bam, I have a screenshot here. And what does that say right there, Byron? Yeah, this is, this, is, um, this is called graphic design, where, where Eric has taken one bubble, Dan, uh, another bubble bleeds, another bubble four, and then bam, and he's put them all together. Th this one here is just Dan doing his yeah photoshopping right. Canva. Th this is this is not a real text. Byron, I mean, does it look like a real text? Who would text like that with four different? <laughs> I, Dan, I, I love him, but these, these screenshots are underwhelming. I mean, this is. Uh... <laughs> all right, you know what? I'm, like I'm the jelly of the month. Merry Christmas, huh? Happy Hanukkah. Yeah, Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah. Uh, I love you guys. Really appreciate you. Share this, share this episode. Subscribe. No wonder Eric's been so quiet. He, he's had a stuffed animal sitting on his lap. This whole rabbi. Episode. All right, we'll see you Max next on week the bench. on the walkthrough.